Hi, On Point podcast listeners. It's Meghna Chakrabarty, your host. We've got a special first-person episode here because on today's main show, we talked about parasites and the important role they play in ecosystems around the world. And there's one story in particular that we really wanted to share with you. It's from Professor Nico Smith. Now, he specializes in aquatic parasitology at Northwest University in Pachastrum, South Africa. And many years ago, while working on his PhD, Smith ran across something special in the coastal waters off South Africa. We found a new species of tongue replacement isopods. So these are the isopods that go into the mouth of the fish. They go and sit on the tongue. Then they destroy the tongue of the fish and then they function as the fish's tongue. And this is like pretty amazing because it's the only known case in the world where a parasite actually replaces a functional body part of an animal and then function as that body part. I have to say, my first response when seeing a photograph of this parasite was, wow, uh, because it's, it looks just like the fish's tongue, but with some eyes staring out of the fish's mouth. Now, Nico Smith says that the fish and parasite can live together for many, many years. Years, decades even, because the fish can't actually get rid of the parasite even if it wanted to. The amazing thing about this is that the fish doesn't really then have a choice because the parasite functions as the tongue. So it needs the parasite to continue to be able to eat and, and all those kind of things. But the parasite then stops feeding on the fish. It actually just takes some of the food of the fish. So in that sense, uh, the, the fish is fine and the parasite is fine. The fish needs to look after the parasite because if the parasite disappears, then um, the fish don't have a tongue anymore. <laughs> and then the fish is in trouble. So Professor Smith remembers that day many years ago when he first saw what would become a new species, or new species to science, I should say, of parasitic isopod. So I opened the mouth of the fish and there was this parasite just sitting there on the tongue. So I just took a, I just thought, my word, this is something really incredible. I don't know if anyone was able to take a photo like that before. So I just, I just took a, took a photo and I didn't really think about it. I didn't think about lightning or position or anything. It was just like, oh my word, this is, <laughs> this is just incredible. It just so happened that at that moment, I had just bought myself a small digital camera just to see what is this thing about these digital cameras. I wasn't convinced I can take better photos than the than a SLR. And, <laughs> but anyway, and then that was, that was on, on um, we were at the coast and I didn't want to take my camera down to the rocks. So I had that small digital one with me and I took the photo of that. And then we went back to my university and they were looking for photos to put on the website of the university, this um, department. And I said, oh, why don't you just use this photo? And, and then they put that photo and it went viral. And it just went everywhere. And I took the photo now, I think it's almost 15 years ago, 16 years ago. And it's still, it's still one of the most used photos for illustrating this specific parasite behavior. And then we actually named the species after I took that photo and after the photo went viral. So we called the species Famosa because the parasite became famous even before it had a name. 
so then since then I realized, but you know what? People are interested in this. Okay, a lot of the comments on the photos like, Eek, and you know, this is disgusting. Please, you remove it. We don't want to see it. But in general, the comments is about the people on awe that something like that exists. So, yeah, so that made me realize that there's a hidden diversity of these actually stunning organisms that people would be interested in and but they don't see them because there's not really a lot of photographs of those kind of things available anyway since then of of that specific for most i've taken lots of other photos of it actually still alive in the fish the fish is in the water and the and just opening its mouth slightly and you can see the little eyes sticking out and and all sorts of different angles Earlier today, we had a fish with a trypanosome infection. So I was able to take live video of the trypanosome moving in the blood, which is again, it's something no one, no one sees it. It's just like we as scientists are privileged enough to see these images and get a different idea of parasites when we see them like that. And um, yeah, so that's what I try to do with photography, especially of live, live parasites. Maybe if we see them in the light of it with a good photo and a good story behind it, then we might just start to change our mind towards, you know what, not all parasites are bad. And then maybe a good batch of them need conservation. And then, then that, that is part of our natural heritage that we should look after and not just ignore them. That's Professor Nico Smith. He specializes in aquatic parasitology at Northwest University in Potchefstroom, South Africa. Now, if you go to our website, onpointradio.org, you can see that original photo that Professor Smith took of the tongue replacement isopod, now known as Ceratothoa famosa. Now, we talked a lot about parasites during our main hour conversation, different species and the evidence that's emerging that maybe global warming is driving down parasite populations and why that should matter to us as humans. So I encourage you to check it out. It's in our main podcast feed. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the On Point podcast wherever you get your podcast. Thanks so much. I'm Meghna Chakrabarty. This is On Point. On Point.